Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes, until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Oh my god, we are back. Guys, we are back and we are better than ever. Season two is here, baby. Wow, I'm so sorry it's been so long, but we're back. Oh my God, I've missed you guys. You know what? I've been so scared to record this. I've been putting this off for so many days now and I'm finally here. It's 9 p.m. It's dark. I'm under a blanket. I'm in my bedroom. It's giving me sort of Emma Chamberlain vibes. That's what I'm feeling. And I'm also feeling like I'm just voice noting right now. It's very strange. As you may have noticed, it is just Millie G. If you follow our Real Guys Radio Instagram, then you would be all up to date there. But yeah, Emma is unfortunately not going to be able to join us for probably the first few weeks. But, you know, we'll see we'll see what happens um but yeah that's the situation now is just me i hope you guys don't mind that but yeah i feel like this episode is just going to be catching up with you all i mean i'm literally just talking to a microphone right now um but i guess just updating you guys on my life what i've been up to this summer this hot girl summer dating life holidays all of that good stuff really and living by myself as well because i'm now living solo <gasps> wow there's a lot to update you guys um Oh my god, I don't know where to begin. So this summer has probably been one of the best summers I have had in my life. And I probably say that every year. I don't know. But I guess that's a good thing because it means that each year is getting better and better. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, this summer has been great. I've been going on lots of holidays. I have been a jet setter. And I feel like I'm definitely making up for all the lost years during COVID. So that's, yeah, that's amazing. Um, where did I go? I went to LA. Oh my God, guys, went to LA with, um, I don't know if you guys know Safran Barker, but she's like a YouTuber. We went to LA for two weeks. It's quite a spontaneous trip. It was so funny. It was funny. It was very expensive very very expensive but yeah something's happened something's happened i can't say really but all i'm gonna say is that there's this i mean i've got a <laughs> oh i don't know what you've, i don't even know we're going straight in aren't we we're going straight in um what can i say how can i give you guys a clue but not giving it away i've just got i've got a, a very high profile celeb in my in my contacts now but he's not leaving me alone <laughs> that's all i'm saying that's all I'm saying (laughs) and I think a lot of you know him (laughs) anyway so yeah LA was fun god I'm literally under a blanket right now and it's so hot I'm actually sweating buckets where else did I go this is the thing like I feel like when people ask me oh what have you been up to I'm just like obviously I've been up to so many things but life is just a blur you know what actually I was thinking about this I don't know if this is my um like brain fog still because during my eating disorder 
I had such, such bad brain fog. It was so bad. It was such like short-term memory loss, basically. I was Dory from Finding Nemo. If you guys know Finding Nemo, I was Dory. I just didn't really retain any sort of information. And I feel like the brain fog is like an aftermath of my eight year long eating disorder. I mean, I'm not surprised because think of all those like brain cells that probably deteriorated during my terrible eight years of um that eating disorder yeah i don't know it's kind of weird when you think about it but that's basically what i was trying to say so i actually it's all just a blur i don't really remember what i've been up to when people ask me let me know if anyone can relate to that i don't know if that's just me or if that's literally just my poor memory who knows but anyway where else did i go i went to france oh so yeah i went to france with this um like group of friends but i didn't actually really like i knew them but I didn't really know them well enough to go on holiday. So that was an interesting one. I actually nearly cancelled the night before. So this is your sign. So basically, I went on the trip. It was so fun. I'm so, so glad I did. It was like a wholesome little cute four days away in France. In the south of France, it was was great. But I was going to cancel the trip. And I'm so glad I didn't because this is the thing. Like when you're an anxious person, whether that's with social anxiety or just anxious in general... I feel like it's so easy to get caught up in your anxiety and your emotions and you kind of just act on the spot and you're a bit spontaneous with some stuff and I honestly could have easily just cancelled my flight because I was just so anxious about it. I was just thinking about everything and I'm usually fine around people that I know but it's just people that I don't really know. I just get really anxious. I think it's because I'm a people's pleaser. Like, this is a recent thing that I've discovered. I am such a people's pleaser that... People's pleaser? People pleaser? I don't know how you say it. It really gets to me. Like, I just don't want people to not like me which is just stupid because in this universe, in this world, there's always going to be people that don't like you. But that's not your issue. That's whatever they're going through. There's just, you're never going to please everyone. And I find it so hard to get over that. And it's quite ironic because I am, like my job is on social media and it relies on people's opinions, which obviously isn't healthy for me. (laughs) But I'm learning. I'm learning more about myself. And this is one thing that I've really learned and I've come to terms with recently. And I think it's such an eye-opener because it really has let me realise that, you know, life isn't about what people think of you. And if you hide away and, you know, let people's opinions control you and control your life and control what you do, then you're never going to be happy. You're never going to find freedom. You're never going to find people that genuinely like you because all you care about is just everyone liking you. And that's like, that is your, I guess that's all you're focusing on. And it may be obvious to some, but it may actually not be obvious to, like, others. And I think, for me, it wasn't obvious. Like, I didn't realise I was a people's pleaser this whole time. And actually, I think it's because I... It's my background, it's my childhood. I always... Ah, guys, she's got daddy issues, okay? She's got daddy issues. Fear of rejection. It's a massive one. That is my personality, fear of rejection. I fear people rejecting me. So, the alternative for me to do, or, like, how I compensate with that is to try and please everyone because I'm so scared of rejection but it could also go another way and I can actually push people away because I don't even want to get to the stage where they reject me so I'm like no I'm not even going to let you in my life because you're probably going to reject me later on so I'm just going to reject you now sort of thing so toxic isn't it such toxic mentality but yeah that's I don't even know where I was going with that I digress. Oh, France. So I'm really happy I didn't cancel because I didn't let those thoughts get in the way. And I knew that I would come away from that trip being thankful that I did do it. And it was also like yesterday. So I went on a date, guys. I went on a date. Millie's dating life has picked up. It has picked up. It was a very slow. It was very dead. 
um, probably at the beginning of the year, and now it's picked up. And she's gained some confidence. She's She is this new woman, you know. She really is gaining confidence. I used to be so scared before going on dates, like generally so scared. I probably was a flaky person. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna put my hands up. I was a flaky person because I just got so scared. And again, fear of rejection. I didn't wanna get rejected. So I was like, I'm not even gonna bother. It's not worth it. It's not worth that emotional trauma. So anyway, recently I've really pushed past those sort of ingrained emotions and I'm getting through it and it's actually serving me so well. So I went on this date yesterday. It was a second date, but I mean, I wasn't really scared. I was just like, you know, nervous. Just like, you know, the average, the average nerves that you get for a date. I was like, oh, don't really know if I wanna go. Like I had a party to go to as well. So like straight after, so it was just like, oh, lots of stress, lots of things having to think about and the outfits. I was like, God, what am I gonna wear to a date and then a party? Like, oh God. I couldn't go back home and change. It was just, yeah, one of those things. So I obviously came back from the date and I was really happy that I went. So it's always it's always the outcome. You're never gonna regret going, but you are going to regret not going. So you may as well just do it. Life's too short. Go go do whatever makes you feel anxious and come out of it and think, actually that's made me stronger. That's made me a better person and that's also helped me for the next time that I'm going to be confronted with something anxiety provoking. Things in life, it's never going to be easy, it's never smooth sailing. We're going to be confronted with so many obstacles and challenges and some may be expected and some may not be expected but I think it's so easy for us to hide away and avoid those challenges and just stay in our comfort zone. Again, it's like with my weight gain journey, I for so long was just avoiding weight gain. I was avoiding the fact that I had to admit that I had an eating disorder because that was a challenge for me and I didn't want to face that challenge and it was scary and I wasn't ready to face it. So for eight years, I was just dodging that challenge and dodging facing my fears really at the end of the day. And once I faced them, I was like, oh, it's actually not that bad. Like it's not it's not as bad as you think. So always just go for it. You'll never lose anything. You'll never regret it. And this party I went to last night, it was so fun. I went by myself. I rocked up by myself. And obviously that is a very anxiety provoking thing. Rocking up to a party by yourself, not really knowing who's going to be there, really just relying on the only person that you know there. But obviously when I went, I saw more people that I knew, which is great. But I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have met the people that I met last night, like so many lovely people. I wouldn't have made the memories. I wouldn't have danced on that pole. Oh my God, that was a pole. And guys, when there's a pole, Millie G's on it. I've done one pole dancing class and I feel like I'm a pro already. Anyway, yeah, so all those memories wouldn't have been made if I'd just stayed in my comfort zone and stayed at home and had my dinner and go to bed. I feel like there's obviously nights where that's great and we love doing those rituals, but it's also very healthy to get out of that as well every now and then and just see what's out there in the world you know we only live once we're young I'm sure a lot of the the people listening now you're all you know young I mean I say young I'd say like you know teens 20s even 30s that's still young 40s any if everyone's 40 you know you're young don't worry there's still a lot of life ahead of you (laughs) I'm digging myself a hole right now aren't I but yeah anyway I don't know again going off a tangent 
oh my god and another challenge that I confronted this week guys god she's on a roll I went to an event by myself I rocked up to an event by myself could you imagine how scary that is as well no idea who's going to be there also there's a whole nother issue in itself is what to wear when you go to events you don't know what what the dress code is they don't give you a dress code it could be casual it could be a bit more like fancy it could be a bit more corporate vibes it could be fitness active wear you don't really know obviously you know if it's active wear if it's like a workout class but you just never know so you're rocking up not only by yourself to an event full of other influences which is quite daunting because you know it's just daunting isn't it that's a daunting thing but you're also rocking up not knowing what other people are going to be wearing it's like we all when we're going to a party we all ask our friends oh what you're gonna wear so you all you know get the vibe but when you're rocking up to events by yourself you just don't know you're going straight in the deep end and again i kept reminding myself i was like look if it's bad if it's not fun i can just leave it's fine no biggie i'd be so happy that at least i went there and i tried and i saw what it was like and you know if it was shit then that's great at least i know that now i wouldn't have known that it was shit if I didn't go and I would have just been thinking oh what if it was really good what if I missed out on that and I would have been sitting in this like little hole of kind of guilt I guess of like not going and allowing my little feared brain to to take over it's funny isn't it I'm actually reading this book called the chimp paradox really good I'd recommend guys I would highly recommend I did psychology at uni so I love it even more because it's it's quite psychological but I think it's so useful for everyone to know because obviously we all have brains we all have brains. Psychology is is relevant for everyone, especially in today's society when there is so much going on in our, like so much stimulation going on in our day-to-day life without us even knowing. So I think it's so important to like grasp on to the idea that we are in control of our of ourselves and how we think. And it's just very important to be aware of that. So this Chimp's Paradox book, it says... We've got a human brain and we've got a chimp brain. And we've got a chimp brain because obviously our ancestors... Our ancestors? I don't think ancestors. Basically, evolutionarily speaking, we have obviously... Well, I believe in evolution. So, the evolution theory. Um, But this is obviously theoretically speaking. As humans, we have evolved from chimps and like monkeys and gorillas and the... Is it the neo... Neothandules, Neothandules, I think that's what it's, I think that's how you say it, I probably butchered that word, um, sorry if I have, Neothandules, oh god I don't know, anyway, the chimp brain, so it, it works off emotion, it works off intrinsic emotion, instincts, like we basically think of anything that's going to help us survive, because obviously survival of the fittest, that's how we think, theoretically speaking, so there's going to be a lot of decisions that we make that are based off our chimp brain which some you know sometimes it's good and it's correct and we should follow that chimp brain but sometimes it's not good and it's not correct and it's actually very irrational because our chimp brain hasn't adapted to the modern day life that we live in and so that's where our human brain comes in and our human brain is a lot more logical thinking it's rational it's factual it's based off facts so it can be really hard to differentiate the two. Give an example, me wanting to not go on the date. That's my chimp brain speaking because emotionally, speaking from experience and speaking from past traumas in my life, I have had bad experiences with dates 
bad experiences with guys. Rejection with a capital R a lot of the time. So the chimp brain is going to want to protect me and think, no, you don't want to go on this date. Generalizes this guy and this date to all the other past experiences that I've had, which makes sense, doesn't it? Because it's obviously protecting us in whatever way it can. But that's not rational because I don't know this guy well enough. I don't know if he's actually, you know, really nice. I don't, I don't know what, how this date's going to go. It could be fine. Nine times out of ten, it usually is. Well, maybe not nine times out of ten. I'd say like, you know, 50-50. And so my human brain would obviously think of the facts and the logistics and the probability if this date is going to be shit or not, if this man's going to reject me or not. So I obviously push past my chimp brain and my chimp thinking and I stuck with my human brain because I was like Millie you don't know you don't know you can't base your current situations and scenarios off your past experiences yes it makes sense to do that but it's too generalizable it doesn't it doesn't work so this book it is life-changing I'm literally about three chapters in so probably in the next episode or maybe a few episodes later on you'll hear me talking a lot more about this because I'm obviously going to learn a lot more but right now we're on the surface level and I feel like even that talking about the chimp and the human brain even that is is enough to acknowledge that you know there are actually two different brains and two different ways of thinking and the way that you think sometimes isn't always right even though we think it is and we want to think it is anyway we want to always be right we want to be correct we want to be right as humans we never want to be wrong because we feel like that's a failure or we feel like that's embarrassing we can't be wrong like we've been punished you know during school and I don't know how family your family dynamics but for me like you you get punished if you're wrong if you're in the wrong so we never want to be wrong we always want to think that we're right but like I said the chimp brain isn't always right so take that if you know if you take anything from this episode take that away with you so anyway dating life oh my god and also on the date yesterday one of you guys came up to me on the date (laughs) i love that she was like oh bless her i if you're listening you are such an angel you're such an angel um thank you for coming to say hi um don't feel embarrassed or don't feel like i think she messaged me after and she was like i'm so sorry if I interrupt and I was like, oh my God, don't be sorry. I'm sure it made the guy think, oh, this girl's obviously doing something right, you know? <laughs> so you've actually done me a favor there. But yeah, that that happened and that was quite funny. We were in a sports bar, so God, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a good location of a date, guys. It really was not a good location. But we move, we move, life goes on. This episode is kindly sponsored by Misfits. So as you all know, I absolutely adore Misfits. They have the protein bars, the protein powders, and now they've got the cereal. Oh my God. So I've got the Choc Cinnamon flavor with me now. I'm ready for a live. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Taste test. Mmm. There's something about having cereal in the middle of the day or even in the evening. Oh my God, in the evening, it's the best thing ever. I love it. I'm a cereal queen. So I literally eat this any time of the day. And you also find me eating it out of the box or on top of yogurt. I love that as well. It's vegan. It's got 14 grams of protein in it. They've also got chocolate flavor as well. So make sure you try that. If you use Real Girls 20 at checkout, you get 20% off any items on Misfits website. And my favorite protein bar flavor is Speculous White Chocolate or the Chocolate Brownie. Oh my God, no wait. Or the Mint Chocolate Chip. That's also so good. If you go on the website, you're bound to find a flavor that you're going to love. And you know what's the key ingredient in my Millie's cookies? It is, in fact, the salted caramel protein powder. And if you don't know the Millie's cookies, then get to know. I always say I would never, ever promote a brand that I don't believe in, that I don't like, or I don't use myself. So why don't you grab some snacks, maybe a misfit snack, and chillax, and check out the link in the description box of the podcast episode as well. Mm. Anyway, speaking of life, it has been a roller coaster. It's been a roller coaster. I am... Also, I really don't want to be talking about just myself on this podcast. I guess it's going to have to be the case, isn't it? (laughs) But anyway, yeah, life is crazy. Life is crazy. You know what? Being in this industry 
it's so fast paced. I mean, even just being in society, we all, it's, everything's fast paced, isn't it? But especially in this industry where everything is just moving 100 miles per hour, everything is based off events, Instagram updates, TikTok updates, everything, like we're losing our attention span. And I think that is actually reflecting in our day-to-day lives as well, because even me, I feel like I've actually developed ADD, which is ADHD, but without the hyperactiveness. I probably do have a bit of a hyperactiveness, but I'm just self-diagnosing myself with ADD for now. And I genuinely think that I've got ADD because of my job, because I'm always having to be on my phone. I'm always having to get this stimulation for my brain. And obviously it builds a tolerance. So like, let's say TikTok, the shorter the videos I'm gonna be watching, the shorter my attention span's gonna be because it's gonna build up this tolerance and it's gonna get bored so much more easily of like longer form videos or things that aren't even videos, like reading. I find reading so hard now, which is really annoying because it's scary because if it's like this now, then what is it gonna be like in, oh, sorry, I just hit the mic. What is it gonna be like in 20 years time? Even 10 years time, oh my God, even five think back what was happening five years ago oh see this is when the brain fog kicks in and I don't even know I can't even tell you I think I was traveling uh was I traveling yeah I probably actually was traveling but even then TikTok wasn't around TikTok wasn't around when I was traveling which blows my mind by the way if you guys want to hear about my travels my solo travels I went traveling by myself yes I know you're probably thinking but Millie how did you do that if you had social anxiety well I think I think that traveling trip gave me social anxiety guys I really do believe that I came away from that trip feeling like I just wanted to be by myself I think because either I got so comfortable by myself for six months obviously I've met people here and there but it was the meeting people constantly constantly small talk all the time and it's the same small talk oh where have you been what countries have you just come from blah blah which you know I don't mind it's enjoyable but it's exhausting and it's not very it's not very exciting is it and a lot of the time I just kind of chose to be by myself which is really sad like you know how I don't know if people know the traveling sort of life but you would like get hostels and you'd share like a dorm with other people. This is a big regret in my life. I would either pay more to have my own room and not be in a dorm, or I'd pay more to be in just an all girls dorm. But usually the all girls dorm were full of people who were just in hostels, but like they weren't traveling. They were just sort of working and they, you know, they're just in a hostel because obviously it's expensive living in like Australia, whatever. So yeah, you just go in hostel. And so I didn't actually meet many travelers when I was doing that. And I think, yeah, so I got so comfortable being by myself that I came back with social anxiety. (laughs) And then obviously that just got worse and worse and deteriorated because of my eating disorder. So it wasn't a great combination. Anyway, I digress. Social media, my attention span, ADD, it's all there. I'm putting it all on the plate. I'm, (laughs) I'm literally exposing myself, aren't I? But you know what? Everyone is probably, well, not everyone, but I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate in some way or another. But like I said, Millie G is on a new chapter in her life. She's dating. She's going to events by herself. She's going to parties by herself. She's meeting new people, like so many new people. And obviously it's not about the quantity. It's all about the quality and friends. But it's so, it's so interesting to meet so many people because you learn so much about yourself and about others and 
you know, how you interact or like you learn about the industry because obviously I'm meeting other influencers or I'm meeting managers, I'm meeting people like working for brands and you make connections and you can't do that if you're sat in your bedroom by yourself in your comfort zone. So yeah, traveling was a whole experience. Would I do it again? I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I don't know if that's because I've done it so I wouldn't do it again sort of thing. Like I don't know if I would rewind the clock and do it again without having experienced it already. I don't know. I, you know what? I learned so much when I went away and I obviously saw so much incredible culture and I tried lots of different foods and it was nice, it was nice, but it was hard. It was a very difficult time in my life. I didn't realize how homesick I was gonna get and I didn't realize how much of like a family person I was. I don't know how much I wanna go into like my childhood and my upbringing um, just yet anyway. I'm not sure, I haven't really prepared to talk about this yet. I may cry, who knows if I talk about this, but um, I just didn't have a nice, well, no, let me let me rewind. I had a very comfortable upbringing. I'm a, I was a very privileged child, but my relationship with my parents was quite distant, I think. As a younger girl, I was like very close to my dad. Not really my mum. My mum was always working. She was like, well, to be honest, both my parents were. They were working such long hours. They both worked in like medicine. So such long hours, mum was commuting from London. So I never really was at home with my parents. Like I was always being looked after by my friend's parents. And I was kind of like alternating between those different friends' parents. Any one of my friends' parents who could literally look after me or pick me up from school, make me dinner that night, take me to dance school, like, you know, I would go to them. So I actually, wow, I didn't really spend a lot of my childhood with my parents. When you think about it in the grand scheme of things, your parents, you know, they, they bring you up. They pick you up from school every day. They drop you off. They cook your meals. It's the little things, it's the tiny little things. And I think a lot of that, was taken away from me because of just a busy lifestyle my parents had, which I absolutely applaud them for being so hardworking. And I think that's where I get my hardworking trait from. But yeah, I I wasn't really that close with my family and my parents, I was very distant. And I think, obviously I'm now mature enough to acknowledge this, but as a child, as a teenager, I just was moody. Obviously my eating disorder did not help at all but I just was very distant I wasn't very close to my parents um and my relationship with my dad deteriorated a lot wasn't fun I think again my eating disorder just really took over I don't even know where I was going with this this is why I think I have ADD because my brain is like going from one thing to the next to the next that was that's a bit of my childhood and a lot of my childhood traumas have kind of translated into some issues that I deal with now which is fear of rejection being a people's pleaser, not feeling good enough. My eating disorder definitely was like, obviously that was a motive for my eating disorder. I never felt good enough. I always wanted to please people and I wanted to please my dad. I wanted to impress my dad. I wanted to impress my mom, obviously, but I don't know why I just wanted to impress my dad more. And my sort of reward from them would always be sort of money. They'd give me money if I got, you know, a grade A in my dance exam or whatever. So I never really was rewarded with affection, I guess. And obviously, you know, my parents, they were affectionate, but I just don't think 
the affection that I was wanting. I don't think I was getting enough of it. I guess, yeah, I just wasn't getting affection. I just wasn't at the end of the day. And I think that's also why I had such an issue with my love life because I wasn't used to affection. I wasn't used to tuning into my emotions to that level. I think because I was so used to not having affection, not having hugs, kisses, even words of affirmation, like not really any of that, really, kind of. Like obviously my parents would always be proud and say they're proud, but I think it was quite limited. I think it was quite limited. So like I said, a a lot of my issues I'm, you know, trying to overcome now is all deeply rooted from my childhood. And it'll be the same for you. And I think it's so important to be aware of this because obviously if you're not aware of it, you're not self-aware, then you're just going to be riding the wave and hoping that something changes. But at the end of the day, it's within you. Something within you doesn't need to change, but you just need to address it and maybe find alternative ways to act or go about it. But for me, an alternative way to find affection in my life is to confront my fear of rejection and and go on dates. So, God, I'm really exposing myself here, aren't I? I guess, I, you know what, journaling, it's so cliche to say, isn't it? Everyone's like, journal, journal, journal. I never got on to this sort of journaling thing until I was, it was like, I think it locked down. I was so, I was in a dark place a dark place in my head and I I honestly thought I have nothing else that I can do I I've literally felt like it was the last resort to journal I don't know why it shouldn't have been the last resort but I was like I am struggling so much right now that I think even if I just grab a pen at least that would help because I can't find anything else that's going to help me right now I was so so down and sad and thinking about it now it's like oof traumatic flashbacks are coming to me and it's not nice because they're so vivid and I'm literally getting goosebumps right now oh god can you hear my throat crackling I'm not ready for some tears tonight I'm not ready for some tears um but yeah even just a bit of journal even a bit of journaling it it made a world of a difference and so the more I journal the more I get the thoughts down on paper and the more I become self-aware of the things that I deal with and all of that so again journaling is very cliche but I do believe in it I think it's really good you don't have to journal every day you just journal when you feel like you need to I haven't journaled I don't think for the past two weeks because I haven't felt like I need to but I probably it probably will come to the point where like very soon where I'm going to journal again because I think it comes in waves, you have like good weeks and bad weeks, and when you have like two good weeks, I always think, "Mm, something's going to happen, some emotion is going to come up, and that's fine, but that's my time to journal, and become aware of it, so yeah, I don't really know what this episode is, I think it's just being open and honest with you guys, opening up this season two with honesty, as always, because we're real, we're real here guys, we are real girls radio, or real girl radio today, and yeah, just giving you a little lowdown on my life right now. Again, I am, sorry, I'm sweating under this blanket. It's like a sheep's blanket, I'm actually dripping. I am living alone. And I think it's making me a lot more self-aware again. It's pushing me out of my comfort zone. It's making me more sociable. It's making me meet more people. And Anna, if you're listening to this, I love you so much. My flatmate, Anna, she moved to Bali. And I fully, fully support her decision to move, to move because she 
really is a yogi, yogi Balinese gal at heart. And it was, I think it was, yeah, her time to go to Bali and flourish. And it was hard for me. It was really hard. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. I don't want to cry. It was really hard because Anna was such like a lovely support system for me and we really support each other and we came out of like oh my god guys this isn't meant to be an emotional podcast episode this is meant to be a uplifting one. <laughs> oh god Millie um yeah we really helped each other a lot we really helped each other come out of our own dark places and we were like oh we were just yeah we were just great together so when she left it was really scary for me um but it's so important to put yourself out of your comfort zone because I could have obviously started to maybe rely on Anna which wouldn't be good that's not fun that's not good we don't need to rely on people we need to obviously grow as a person and friends in our life help us grow as a person but they should never control us as a person if that makes sense like you need to do it off your own back they're there to support you but it's down to you to like take those tools that you've learned and use them in your day-to-day life and use them with the challenges that face you and that's what's happening at the moment in my life and it's great it really is great it's very much needed and I'm excited for this chapter I'm excited for this season we're gonna have guests on we have got well I, I have planned some guests have I asked them no but this is my sign to now ask them because I can't expect them to come on here if I haven't asked them already. Do you know what I mean? So we're going to have some nice guests. We're going to have some good fun guests. We're going to have a mixture of different ones. And I'm really excited for this season, guys. I'm really excited to just get this ball rolling again. I've just missed recording. It's so fun. It's like a therapy session for me as well. And Emma, she'll be coming back on very soon whenever she's ready. I love you, Emma, if you're listening. We all love you. I guess I'm going to end the episode here. Oh, I need to finish off with a flop and a fly. God, it's not a Real Girls Radio episode if it's not ending with a flop and a fly. So a flop for me this week. Um, this morning, I had a blip. Um, after my night out last night, I had a lot of alcohol. And for some reason, for some reason, I woke up this morning, I felt guilty. That's the first thing I felt. I felt guilty. And you know what, guys, I'm going to admit... I was body checking this morning. I was body checking. I was lifting up my top of the mirror, body checking. And I was like, Millie, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you think that that's going to help you? Because it's not. What are you searching for? You're searching for things to pick at and be angry at. And you're searching for things to hate about you and your body. And you're searching for more reasons to validate your feeling of guilt after drinking alcohol, which just is wrong. It's wrong. And I... I obviously realised this. I was going to skip breakfast, which is absurd, but I didn't. I had a nice big bowl of porridge and I honestly got on with my day as usual. And literally after, I'd say about after the first hour, maybe an hour and a half of the morning, I just got back into my normal self and that was fine. But it was a blip. So I'm going to say it's a flop. I guess the fly is coming out of it, but also I'm going to use another fly. Um, What's another fly? I guess, yeah, like I've already said, going to events by myself being this new confident woman, new confident independent woman, we love that, so that's my flop and fly, and my quote, it is, confidence isn't walking into a room thinking you're better than everyone, 
it's walking in not having to compare yourself to anyone at all let me say that again confidence isn't walking into a room thinking you're better than everyone it's walking in not having to compare yourself to anyone at all and I truly truly think that I have reached this point and this is honestly like such an eye-opener for me because that's literally what it is it's not feeling like you have to compare yourself to people and I genuinely think that I don't now I walk into a room and I don't I really don't it's not the first thing I do the first thing I do I'm like oh everyone looks so friendly or who can I go up and say hi to it's yeah that's it that is it and I love that quote so take that with you guys for today and love yourselves and yeah oh my god I will see you in the next episode baby maybe with a guest maybe not we shall see but I love you guys bye thank you for listening love you planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with quince go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365 day returns Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.